Hello everyone, this is Scott and it is officially episode 2 of Brilliant or Just Bipolar. Um, and today I brought in reinforcements. Um, my friend Ray is here with me and we are going to do this together. Um, I think the topic for today, or I'm going to call the show, um, Trick or Treat, um, Gay Hookups. And how drugs factor into that. So, um, this should be fun. Uh, anyway, hello, Ray. Hey. <laughs> how are you? Excellent. Uh, just, so, just so everyone knows, Ray's eating. Um, and I forced him to start this while he's eating. Um, because ain't nobody got time for that. Anyway, um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Ray. Who are you? I'm a boy who lives in San Francisco. Intriguing. And? Who's gay and had that big dream of like finding his man in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is non-existent. Absolutely right. Correct. Uh, outside of this city and everywhere else, like you do kind of have this idea that like coming to San Francisco, it's the gay mecca. You're going to come here and find your man and... Uh, then you get here and find out no one here wants to be in a relationship at all. Oh, hell no. It doesn't exist here. And if they are in a relationship, they're in open relationships. And um, those are interesting. Anyway, um, so let's talk about gay hookups. Um, I think that uh, the, what I'm referring to is like, so if you're not gay, this would be a little bit of an education for you maybe. Um, but as gay men, we have plenty of outlets where we can look for hookups. Um, bushes. <laughs> exactly. There are bushes. <laughs> there are parks. Um, there are, um, apps online or apps on your phone. There are websites online. There used to be phone lines. I don't know if those exist anymore. Um, and it also used to be bars. That you could go out to and meet guys, but that doesn't happen anymore either. Um, COVID. <laughs> thank you, COVID. Um, so the ones we're going to mostly talk about today are websites and app hookups sure. because they're uh, the easiest, and um, I think that they make sex for gay men very well. I mean, also straight people. Straight people have them too, but um, we're not straight, so we're not going to talk about that. Anyway, um, so Ray, what apps? Or websites are you familiar with? Grinder. Yep. Adam for Adam. Yep. Originally gay.com. Yep. AOL. Manhunt. Manhunt. <laughs> BBRT. Yep. Um, that means bareback. Real time. Real time. Girl. Real, yeah, time. Real, time. real time. Real time. I don't know. I don't have an account. So. Mm. Um, and what else? Scruff. Scruff. Um, there's a new one called Sniffy. Oh, there's Sniffies, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and there's also, uh, there, there was another one that I never had any um, success on. Uh, was it Jacked? Is it, I think it's called Jacked. Oh, I, I don't know. I never tried Jacked. Uh, and there's another one called Hole, Hole. which is really what? funny. But it's the dumbest app ever. Um, so, okay, there we go. There's a bunch of um, examples. Um, oh, there's also another site called Nasty King Pigs. Have you been on that site? No. He, he's not going to admit it. 
I have not been on He has not been on that site, allegedly. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, he is not. Um, for real, for real. Uh, so, we're okay. We're an honest program here. Okay. Um, all right, so hookups. Let's get into it. Um, so, it's my opinion that most gay men have a pretty healthy sex life. I And, and by healthy, I don't mean that their sex life or practices are healthy. I mean that they get a lot of sex. Um, if they want it. Um, and these apps and websites make it pretty possible, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there's somebody for everybody out there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is my opinion that gay guys tend to hook up not so much out of like need or um, even even necessarily being horny, but most guys, I think, hook up because they're bored. Boredom seems to be a really um, triggering uh, state of being for, for hookups. Like, I mean, what, you have nothing to do. Why not hook up? Like, do you agree with that or no? I do agree with that. Also, like, loneliness. Yeah, of course, loneliness. Yeah, um, there. I mean, there's tons of reasons that we... But I think that, like, we have... A, a lot of times, it's just like, I'm not doing anything. Might as well get some dick. Right? True. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What else... Are, so that being said, like um, the reason I came up with this um, idea for this topic is because uh, I remember the last hookup that I had. Um, I made the you know I made plans or whatever, and like I was getting ready, and I was thinking, I don't even think I really want to do this. Like, why am I, why why am I really like leaving my house? I didn't want to leave my house. It was like um, feeling lazy, and it was just it was automatic that I went online, found the hookup, and then I was like. I don't think I really want to go. Um, does that ever happen to you? Yes. Yeah? Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and how do you feel about that? It's like, uh, I just trust my intuition when it says, like, don't go, don't go. And it's like that bad feeling that I won't go. So, uh, I get that. What happens, though? So, in this case that uh, I felt like I didn't want to go and I went anyway... I didn't have any bad feelings. I was just like, I don't really think I wanted to go. But I, I ended up pushing myself through it, got ready. And then by the time I was walking out the door, I actually did want to go. I was excited and it was a great hookup. So what do you, like, what about that? How do you know which one's which? Like if it's your intuition saying this is a bad idea or just you might be lazy or whatever. Me being lazy? Like if, if it's a hookup, it's a hookup. And it's like, that's why I try to like, put in my head is that nothing like emotional is going to be with this uh, with this person it's just going to be like bam bam go that's it okay well so I mean but really like if you get that feeling or that moment where you're like I don't know if I want to do this like do you just shut it down or you push through it I shut it down yeah and so okay that brings up a good point in the world of hooking up um, as, as far as gay men go uh, there's this thing called um, flake, being a flake, right? And that what that means is like you set up plans with somebody and, you know, they take all this time, they get all ready and they're ready to hook up. And then either at the last minute or, um, you know, somewhere along the line, you cancel on them or you don't cancel and you just don't show up. Um, it's like very frowned upon. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've had it done to me a million times. Uh, I could say I've probably done it once or twice. Not a lot, but, um, 
yeah, how do you feel about that? But I did tell the person I, I can't go. You've never not, just not shown up? Um, possibly when I was like fucked up. Yeah. That's like mo- most case. Like when, if I'm sober, then no. Oh, that's a good segue into drugs. <laughs> and how they come into play. Um, so, not everybody, let me just say that, not everybody does drugs. And we're not necessarily talking about one specific drug. I'm saying drugs in general um, tend to, or I guess a lot of times, have a lot to do with um, hookups in the Alcohol. Game Alcohol. Uh, we can just name alcohol, meth, marijuana. cocaine, marijuana, ecstasy, ecstasy acid. Uh, acid. Oh, acid. Ketamine. I, people are not doing acid and hooking up normally. Like, that's not a thing. But Some it happens. Does. But those people are weird. Um, it's, it's a spiritual connection. Yeah. I don't know about that. It, it is spiritual, but not, um, it doesn't usually involve penises. Um, well, one time I was tripping on acid and I saw dildos on the wall, but that, that was that. Um, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Uh, so, uh, yeah, and the ketamine, like you said, um, there, there are tons of um, drugs. Poppers? to do oh yes and poppers whether you consider them a drug or not it's G? a substance oh yes and the infamous ghb okay. uh, <laughs> uh aka the date rape drug which is not actually the original date rape drug so i don't know why people refer to it as that but anyway um so drugs um it is the case that a lot of times in a lot of gay hookups uh, there are drugs involved. Um, I think mostly when it comes to hooking up, you're going to see either cocaine, meth, probably weed, um, G, and ketamine. Like, I think those are the big... Uh, alcohol. And alcohol. I mean, I don't know. I haven't drank in so long that um, alcohol's not even on my radar. It's weird to me. Um, anyway, uh, so, yeah. And uh, I think that it's true that a lot of times, you know, um, drugs aren't necessarily, they're not the worst thing in the world. Sometimes they enhance situations. Sometimes you can have a really good time on drugs. And then there's the other side to that where like, it goes really bad. Like some people are a mess on drugs and some people can't handle their drugs. Some people do too much. Um, some people don't do enough. (laughs) Um, there's a whole bunch of outcomes, but I think, um, for me, how it went was it started with drugs and it was fun, really fun. And then it's like stopping, like it, it started lessening the fun. So every single time after that, it just got less fun, less fun with a couple of, you know, really good times in between. Um, how was your, like, I mean, wasn't that the case for you? Like it's fun and then it's not as fun. And Yeah, it was fabulous in the beginning. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then what happened for you? Like, it just... I got spiritually broken. Like, I started feeling unhappy, and I was just, like, not in a good space. And I just... Like, deep down inside, my body's telling me that, like, this is not good for me. And so, it's like... It was good for me at some point. But as the older I get, um, it's starting to, like, wear off, and it's, like, not fun anymore. And it's, like, not the path where I want to be. Right. Um, I think a lot of that is because 
there are people out there who literally have, um, you know, not everybody who uses drugs is an addict. And there are people out there that um, have it together and can use whenever they want and not use whenever they want. And they still probably have good experiences, whatever. But like what I think generally happens is you're using for whatever reason and then it takes over and you're using all the time. And it's my experience, the more you're using, the more of yourself you're losing and like it just takes over. And so um, do you find that find that it got intertwined with sex, drug use? Like, yeah, yeah, like you can't really pull them apart. I started to feel like if I was having sex, I had to I had to be high. Yeah, especially with uh, particular drugs. And it's funny because then when I would get high, I wanted to have sex. So they like fed each other. And then when you're having sex, you're like not really thinking right and it's not happening. So like you just want to get out of that situation. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, and then you just want to isolate and you just want to just use and be not around people. Right. Um, it's funny, like the progression of it, because um, when it started, I was like, I would use whatever drugs. Like if you had them, I would do them. I usually had them. But like. We get crazy. I, I'd be all over the place. It'd be fun. Everybody have fun. And then I just had to start doing. I had to do more and more to get to that level. And um, I actually don't have a story where I really became a big mess on them. I like. I don't. I don't do too much, and people have to take care of me or anything like that. But I can't do enough. I can't get high enough, and then I just get like depressed, or I am no no longer fun to be around. Um, and that's not sexy. Um, so I do want to say one thing. If you were somebody who uses drugs and doesn't have a problem using drugs or whatever, who cares? Whatever your story is, is fine. I would, I would say this, in my opinion, if you're going to hook up, whatever drugs you might be doing before that or whatever, leave them at home. Don't take drugs with you to hook up. Just, like, leave your shit at home, go hook up, have a good time, go back home, get home safe. There's no reason to travel with what you have. And if you go to an environment and you don't know what's already there, if there are people there doing, I don't know, cocaine, and you show up with meth, it's not gonna, it's not gonna mix very well. Um, and so... My advice is, I'm not saying you can't use and hook up. I'm saying you should leave your stuff at home. And what in, when you walk into the new environment that you're going to, if they are doing something that you might want to do, then do it there with them. But um, for God's sakes, leave it at home and don't travel around on it. And don't like, you know, be responsible as you can. Because I wouldn't say drug use is really responsible. But it doesn't mean you can't be responsible with it. Um... Anyway, uh, that being said, um, what, uh, what was your breaking point, Ray? Like, when did you know that, like, it, it wasn't working anymore and, like, you uh, had to do something different? Breaking point is definitely when um, I've never done this, but I just, like, walked out of a job and just quit. You just quit your job? I just quit my job and that was that breaking point because that's the first time I've ever done that. And I've never done it before. Was it because of drugs? Like, was it because of drugs? Like, what, why? Like, it was, it was, it was, it was partial 
drugs are the symptoms, but there's like more than that. Yeah. There's, there's like really underlying issues. And that is um, something that uh, people or like me had to like work with therapists to really identify what issues those are. Right. Yeah. Because there's the whole like um, belief and, and, and it's my belief also that like drug use is a symptom and there's an underlying cause. Like there's something else below that. Um, that that we were using drugs to medicate with. Um, uh, for me, uh, I think the um, the breaking point for me, it, it wasn't quite big. Like, I didn't have a big event or whatever. It was just, I, um, drugs stopped working for me. And um, and I, I, I tried to go as long as I could. Um, and it just wasn't happening. And um, it just made me very depressed. And... Uh, and when I, I, I got into recovery, I met a bunch of people and created a bunch of new friendships and soon realized that after that point, like using drugs, every single time I use drugs after that, it puts all those friendships at risk. Um, and so I don't want to lose like the friendships that I've created because they're the most authentic that I've had um, thus far in life. So, uh, you know, that's what really pushed me to kind of get a hold of it. Um, and there are many ways to get a hold of it, whether you're talking 12 step programs, you're talking, you know, um, harm reduction, uh, whatever, you know, there, there's plenty of ways that you can go about, um, dealing with drug addiction. And, uh, if you are dealing with that, I suggest you look into that wherever you are and, um, there, there will be help. Um, so, uh, let's see what, what I want to ask you about, um, so sex, right? Like drug sex became intertwined. Were you worried that stopping quitting drugs was gonna um, end your sex life? Or are you worried about this? I don't know where you are with that, but. Um, it's just like, it's just easier when, um, when, you're, when you're using it and, and, and hooking up with someone. It's just, a, it's just a, for me, it was a habit. Um, and just, I just need to explore um, having having hookups with uh, people who are sober, and that's something that's uh, that is not understanding in my head. But I have experienced in the past, but I haven't had it recently. And so, it's something that um, I want to like uh, move towards, but it's it's just hard for me to move in that direction because. Um, I'm a type of person that doesn't like change and I'm very stubborn and I just need to like learn and really accept that like, you know, this, that's where I want to go. Um, so when something stresses me out and when I'm doing really well, um, I just, I just want to like, I just want to like space out, get out of like my body and just like say fuck it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, like that's actually, there's really something to that. Like that was my biggest, um, draw to drugs is like I remember having so much shit I had to get done or being so stressed out about things and then having that moment where I like realized oh yeah I could completely say fuck everything and get high and not deal with anything and like my phone would be ringing people would be wondering where I was and I was checked out and didn't care and that was great for a while until like the drugs wore off and I had to go deal with all that shit that I had just caused like um so yeah, um, for me, by the way, on that, um, what I just asked Ray, uh, as far as like drugs and sex being intertwined, 
that was very much the same for me. Um, and I didn't think it wasn't that I didn't think that sober sex was possible because I knew it was, I'd had it before, but, um, I wasn't interested at all. It seemed boring to me and it seemed, um, just undesirable. But as time has gone by and I have um, actually experienced quite a bit of sober sex, you know, it's great. It's fine. Uh, Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. It is a little more challenging because you have to actually make a connection rather than um, just like zoning out and being on drugs and like whatever, you know, happens, happens. You have to be more conscious about it. And um, and that can be a little intimidating. But you know, if there's a connection and it's, and you're sober and everything's all good, it does have a payout. And it also has an end point. Like <laughs> when you're, when you're on drugs and you're hooking up, it is most likely the case that nobody there is going to um, finish. Nobody there is about to come. Nobody there is, but you know, everybody just leaves and goes on to the next hookup where they will continue the same thing and never finish. Um, but that's not the case for sober sex. It's probably about five to 10, maybe 20, 30 minutes long at the most. Not at the most, but, um, and there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, yeah, so that's, that's good. Anyway, um, that's pretty much, I think, all we have for today. I just really wanted to bring my friend in and, and uh, get his opinion on things. And um, like I said, this podcast is definitely going to be all over the place. There's no, like, tone to it. I'm just talking about whatever I want to talk about. And if you want to listen, it's your choice. If not, um, screw you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, Ray, thank you so much for joining me. Definitely. Um, yeah, uh, maybe one day I could talk about, like, having sober sex. Yeah, well, maybe we'll bring him back. I, I will document Ray's movements from now until then. And, and no, I, I won't. But yeah, maybe I'll have him back on and we'll see how that went. All right. This is Brilliant or Just Bipolar. I'm Scott signing off. Have a good day.